thanks for tuning in to another episode of Digital Done Right. On today's episode, we're going to talk about kind of the, the state of the union when it comes to home building and, and VR, uh, some of the pros and cons, along with uh, some of the, the tools that Automated Digital has come up with to kind of help home builders sell more homes. Uh, so kind of where things are at, I mean, the, the adoption of VR is increasing. Um, I mean, an example, Polte Homes, what they're doing is is they have a center for VR headsets. Um, people can put them on and literally go to a, whatever community, whatever city you want and virtually tour a home. Um, so, I mean, that that's awesome. What are your thoughts on just VR in general? I mean, do you think uh, consumers are adopting quickly, um, quick enough that this could actually be an efficient process for home builders or... So what's your general thoughts on, on VR in the home building space? Sure. Well, you mentioned the word adoption. I think everyone across all walks of life, especially in the United States, have started adopting technology. Technology is one big hurdle. And then as companies roll out uh, more virtual options, then obviously it trickles down to other industries. So there's a lot more comfort in you know touring a house virtually. Um, so yeah, it's been cool to see the evolution and the technology hasn't really evolved very much. It's been around. Uh, it just seems like more companies are using the technology and then also integrating it into their sales process, marketing process, and just promoting that it's available and using it in their traditional workflow. Yeah. I mean, the, the big sales pitch or the marketing play that it seems to have is that you don't have to go into a home. Um, it's making a safer environment. But I mean, at the end of the day, you have multiple people that are putting on the headsets. I mean, you can clean them. But um, but you also have the friction of actually having to go somewhere to put this headset on. Um, so, I mean, there, there are definitely some uh, uh, disadvantages when it comes to the VR side. Um, if, if you were to have someone come in and actually put headsets on and stuff like that. The other side is there's been uh, more talks around AR or augmented reality. And uh, the difference between them is virtual reality is a virtual world. Um, you, you put a headset on and, and it's essentially a virtual world where augmented reality, you can have an app, um, have a camera, you could look at something. And then on your screen, um, it'll have somewhat of an augmented reality or it could put up uh, um, visuals. I mean, what are your thoughts on augmented reality in the home building space? The technology has been around for a number of years. It certainly gets refined all the time and the use cases seem to be getting built out. Anytime there's an additional step, I guess in any industry, you mentioned the word friction, you know, even just downloading an app, it's one more step. And then, you know, then it gets into how is the app design? How is the app design? Is the UX good? Is the UI good? Um, does it work? You know, does it work well? And then on top of it, you know, augmented reality only works uh, on things that are programmed to work with augmented reality. So I don't really see the value in home building, at least home sales, if you're sitting in your house. I mean, you'd have to look at a screen and then, you know, the screen would talk to your device and you just downloaded an app. And I, I don't really see the value in home sales. There's certainly application for interior design um, and some of those other sorts of industries like space planning, where you want to see like, you know, furniture in your room. And that's not even certainly augmented reality is kind of cool in that space. But there's other technology that isn't augmented reality that's 
a lot less expensive to spool up and maintain that if you want to do like space planning in a virtual world. So it seems novel to a degree. It's like, you know, we were checking out some stuff recently and not all, all augmented reality things or actual really augmented reality things. It's like a lot of technologies, they use the, you know, everything's AI now, but not really. So it seems seems cool. It seems like a buzzword. There definitely is the technology, but I, I don't really see where it fits in, uh, fits into the real sales business model for home builders. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it's more of a interior design, decorating type of type of tool. I mean, it could be used where if you're in a model home, I mean, you could look at a counter, maybe chase the or change the counters. But at the end of the day, people are trying to sell homes virtually without having someone actually go, so that kind of defeats that purpose. Um, you know, one thing that's now, cool look, there, you know that that being said, I mean, I could see it if it's specifically like a promotional tool, then it is. I mean, cool things if they're just known to be like put into the promotional category, then I think it's okay. But if you think it's going to like replace or drive serious business, then I don't think it's a place you want to spend money because it requires going to a third party, adopting new technology, maintaining increase, creating content for it. That's super distracting. But I could see it for like a grand opening or if you had like an offsite sales center, like a mobile sales center, which we're seeing more of these days. Yeah, it might be cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, and shifting shifting kind of over back to the VR side, um, you know, it's cool if someone can put on a headset, walk through stuff um, and, and see all the features. But I think one thing that's really missing is is kind of the guided part. I mean, there's a lot that can go missed if you're going through yourself um, as opposed to having a salesperson or even some sort of self-guided tour. Um, I mean, are there any mm. other... I guess, issues or downfalls that you could see um, when it comes to, you know, going full VR where someone needs an actual headset and stuff? I I mean, you have to be off-site for it to be valuable. You're right. You lose the actual story. I mean, presumably a salesperson could get into the VR with you, um, but then you'd have to have the technology at your house or wherever you are. Um, it seems to be, you know, like we mentioned before about augmented reality or AI, it just seems to be PR worthy versus actually practical. Um, I mean, I, I don't see how it's any better than sitting at home on your computer, checking out a good, um, a good virtual tour, like, you know, video that you can zoom through like a Matterport and being on a two-way communication with a salesperson. I don't see how VR would actually make it markedly better than that. Yeah, it's a uh, it's funny cuz I always compare it to that. It's like, well, this is kind of a virtual tour only you just have, you know, a headset on. Um so I mean, really it, it seems like there's more friction. It's it's not self-guided, so it's tough to really sell the model. Um you know, sell the features that that would actually get someone excited to to buy it. Um and it, there's just there, it seems like there's just a lot of a lot of hurdles to jump over in order for full-blown virtual reality to be part of the sales process um, and kind of shifting gears. I'd love to, I mean, automated digital has come up with kind of a, a suite of tools that can replicate uh, the VR type of stuff without, you know, all the friction. And so would love to hear a little bit more of that. I mean, what are, what is the, why did automated digital create the, this suite of tools for home building? Well, from an agency, from an agency world where we where automated digital evolved from, uh, 
in large part, we focus on lead generation and lead nurturing. And there's an extreme advantage, conversion advantage uh, all through the funnel if you communicate in the same sort of medium. So if someone comes in digitally, obviously they're coming to a website which is digital and then you nurture them with digital means. That's kind of obvious. But when you start switching parts of the sales process or process or marketing process into video, then you, you know to have better conversion rates, you wanna continue to do everything, all touch points in video. So you have video ads, then you come to the website, there's video conversion tools. Then when you get lower in the sales process, you have video two-way communication. And then when you come into the community, you have uh, video alternatives to being guided with a salesperson. So that's really the suite of tools that we put together is an end-to-end -end marketing and sales funnel using more or less using video, but some of the content that we use is virtual reality. Awesome. I mean, how would it really be different, I guess? What's a quick way that you could say it's it's different than traditional VR? Well, traditional VR, you, you need to go to a website to see it. Um, and then once you're in the sales office, obviously it's irrelevant, but it's self-service when you go to the website and you can poke around yourself. Uh, or if you get on like a Zoom or a GoToMeeting with a salesperson, you guys, you know, you could pull up the Matterport or the VR or whatever. So that's kind of uh, the traditional use cases for how how current home builders are currently using it. What we've done is starting at the first touch point, you can still take video assets, uh, be it for Matterport or anyone else, and edit them down to fit into various forms of advertising. So then you're attracting someone with the actual asset that they're going to be seeing and then using some of our technology to serve um, actual virtual tours for actual products like plans and inventory. You attract them with the specific model they're interested in. You land them on the page for that specific model where they get the full tour of it. And then when you communicate with a salesperson, you know, once again, you hop right into that plan that they're interested in because you've already captured that in information in the CRM. So you don't have to start over from scratch uh, with the salesperson. Cool, no, that, that's a great high level uh, example. I mean, what are the different tools within the suite and uh, kind of at a high level, what do each of them do? Sure, well, we already talked about uh, display ads and other, other formats of uh, digital advertising where we put videos in. And then presumably once someone interacts with that, that advertisement, they come to a website. So if you're communicating in video, you want them to see the video. So there's two alternatives there. One is a pre-existing virtual tour, which again, we're mentioning Matterport a lot. They have a lot of functionality like adding uh, hotspots that you can put different multimedia in. We see a lot of uh, virtual tours that this functionality is not turned on. Um, another alternative, once you come to the website, you have an option of looking at photographs, you have an option of doing a virtual tour, which is self-guided, and you have the option of reading some information. Uh, one of the options we provide is a guided online tour where a, a salesperson is actually has actually overlaid their voice on top of a Matterport and the two are timed together. So it's kind of a hybrid between a self-guided online virtual tour and being there in person, there's no two-way interaction, but at least the salesperson can point a customer to all the highlights of what's in that house. So that's uh, one of the newer things we've done. Uh, and backing up a step, um, a lot of communities and neighborhoods use aerial photography. And 
there are certainly uh, others that drop hotspots on top of the different amenities and houses and model galleries. Um, we've also started using that sort of technology to embed uh, more rich media in those hotspots and then also used it to show where future lots will be available for sale. So customers can actually get the context of where the lots are within, within the community. And then once you move on that, you've attracted someone, uh, presumably once they come to the website and they have these other types of media, they engage enough to provide their information or to contact an internet home consultant or a salesperson. So once that interaction happens, um, typically what happens now in the virtual world is <clears throat> salesperson sets up a go-to-meeting, a Zoom conference or whatever. The salesperson sends the link to the customer. They hop on to the video and the salesperson pulls up the website and walks someone through the virtual tour and flips through the elevations. And then if the customer wants to see another model, the salesperson navigates up to the top, uh, finds a different community or a different plan, navigates down, nav navigates back up. So we've created a, a two-way chat program that works within any chat uh, platform. And what it allows for is, well, it cuts out the friction of a salesperson having to navigate the website. Because what we found is from a consumer experience perspective, that takes time for a salesperson to navigate around. That's also sometimes it's switching between screens and screen, screen sharing, which also sometimes gets choppy and complicated. And then there's just a there's just purely a, a time and frustration thing. It's a lot smoother of a process if you can just show all that content up on a screen. So that's what we've created is a, a two-way video chat that fits in Zoom, for example, and all of a community or multiple communities' information is pre-populated. So when a salesperson's interacting with a consumer, there's no need to go back to the website. From a control panel, you can select whatever plan you want. You can view the virtual tour. You can pull up a 2D floor plan. You can switch between communities. So it's just a much easier way for a salesperson to seamlessly walk a customer through um, that online sales process. Yes, I mean, it, it seems yes. like the suite of tools go from uh, discovery and, and allowing someone to really look at why should I choose this home builder down to, okay, I know what community, I know what model I like, and then there's a way for them to get in contact with the salesperson to show them all the way down to, I mean, the, the closing of it. And so, I mean, th the biggest difference it seems like is one, it's the whole customer journey. There are tools that help bring people down that overall customer journey funnel. Um, but it also seems like there's a lot of companies that are maybe going too far or leaning too much into the VR where the consumer just isn't there yet to engage in that form of uh, communication or functionality. Um, and this is kind of uh, an in-between where it's, it's definitely a step in a huge direction away from you need to come into our community, you need to view it, you're going to have a salesperson, but not so far out that people have to order headsets and it's just uh, just a lot of friction. And so it seems like there's a lot of, a lot of a good that can be done. And one thing that's really awesome is, I mean, it seems like there's a tool similar to each one within the suite, but they're all individual products. So in order to get a suite like mm -hmm. this, you'd have to be working with what, four five, six different companies um, where automated mm -hmm. digital, it's, it's geared towards the home builder and knowing the consumer and what it takes to drive that sale. And, and having all those tools under one roof rather than having to, to individually get each, each tool uh, from individual companies. Yeah, and, and as you mentioned, going to all these various companies, um, not all of them are expert in home building. 
you know, our team has over a decade of experience for each of our senior leaders. So we understand the home building industry from a marketing and sales perspective. So our entire suite of products has home building strategy built into it. So there's a significantly faster uh, ability to spool up the technology. And then there's also end-to-end continuity. And if we have the opportunity to hook into analytics systems, there's also end-to-end analytics um, to see specifically how that customer's moving through the virtual journey. Yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I mean, it's everything seems to be within a tool or a platform. I mean, could any of this be repurposed for actual marketing purposes as then used within the ads and stuff like that? Yeah, I think we touched on it a little bit. Um, you know, most advertising, uh, most advertising platforms allow for, you know, video advertising. Uh, it, it becomes cost prohibitive uh, to produce, you know, custom advertising, um, particularly for homes in the home building world where there's hundreds or thousands of iterations of plans and communities. So that bleeds into our one of our other product lines, which is our um, dynamic advertising. So not only can we uh, do advertising on the fly for each plan, each spec, and each community. If the assets exist, we can also dynamically create the ads uh, with with the video content. No, that's it's awesome. It's a sweet, sweet. <laughs> so if sweet. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it's all interesting. I mean, it, love that it's geared towards home builders, knowing the industry, knowing the lane, knowing their ideal uh, consumer, and building tools that really speak to them. Um, I guess, what does the process look like if someone were to to come on board? I mean, how would someone reach out? Getautomated.com. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I know there is a closing. Well, there's kind of, you know, the, on, the onboarding process, you know, most of us in the marketing and sales world have been in technology sales pitches and also been on work groups to implement technology. And they, they're they vary. Some are long and complicated. Some deliver what they say they're going to deliver. But in general, it's not a super seamless, super quick, super friendly process. Um, our tools are, uh, there is no customer interface. Um, it's not software as a service. Uh, so we did that intentionally to provide white glove service. All we need is some data and some designs and uh, some approvals from customers and we can get off and running. Obviously, with the VR stuff, there's some video editing that goes into it. Um, again, there, there's very little for a customer to do other than provide us some assets or give us access to your back end and we can grab the assets. Uh, so it, it is actually turnkey. We just we don't say it's turnkey. It, it really is turnkey. Awesome. So, I mean, essentially awesome. what NextS would look like is someone just reaches out, get a demo. We kind of listen to what they're trying to accomplish, maybe use some of their assets plug and play it and then show them uh, exactly what everything would look like. And then it's off to the races. I mean, it seems pretty, pretty seamless and turnkey. Yeah. I mean, some of the variations we've kind of broken it down into your end to end virtual suite of tools. And then we have lead generation or more or less advertising. And within the advertising, we have automated platforms for display, keyword search, social media, and various forms of ad units within each of those. So typically how we'd work is, pick a particular ad channel and work within a region or a metro area or a particular community just to provide a proof of concept and to get both of us, uh, the various customers and automated digital comfortable working with each other and then deliver some results and then scale it. 
Well, to kind of recap, it, it seems like, uh, you know, the, the world of selling homes is going more towards VR. It seems like a lot of, a lot of home builders are going too far into VR. Um, kind of cool what uh, automated tools, um, automated digital has come out with. And so if you'd like to schedule a demo, just go ahead and reach out. We'd love to chat about how uh, some of these tools can be used to help you sell more homes. Until next time, this is Digital Done Right.